Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about busting your own negative thoughts about aging. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. Well, here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, it looks like spring is finally here. We have snow tires off of one car and an appointment to get them off the other car. That is pretty good. (laughs) The leaves are on the trees again. The tulips are up. And right, I think today is the prime day for the tulips. I'm just looking out the window. Um, And there's so much splish splashing around in my bird bath with that solar fountain. If you're a listener of the podcast, you know I love the solar fountain. If you don't have one and you have a bird bath, you are missing out. And all of this is right outside my window, my office window, and it is so much fun. Except I have to say, last week something really weird happened. I was recording an interview, talking to a guest, and there was a huge bang. Like it it scared me half to death. And it was a hawk that crashed into my window, like two feet from me, a big one. And, you know, I was just so startled. I'm going to have to listen to that recording and see <laughs> see what I said. But anyway, um, I looked at the bird. He was stunned just, just for a few seconds, and he went up into the tree. I could totally see him. He was there for about 30 seconds, and then he flew off into the ravine. So he looked fine. But needless to say, I was ordering uh, some arts and crafts supplies on Amazon to make more things for my back windows. I've tried everything, and I think I figured out a really good thing um, to help with the bird strikes on windows that are, you know, large enough and just have the reflection just right that the birds get confused by them. So I have this uh, reflector tape, this reflector ribbon that's kind of plasticky. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, I don't know if metallic is the right word, but it's, it, it looks prismy and it's ribbon, but it's plasticky, if you know what I mean. So I ordered these little suction cups and I tied a piece of this ribbon onto the suction cup. I used to do things with string and feathers and, and anything that would be reflective, but I discovered this tape and it's it's really, really great. So my new thing that I've just been working on, I just tie directly onto the suction cup and then I just put these little suction cup things with the reflective ribbon all over the windows. And, you know, they they move a little bit with the wind and they also really do, they reflect light and they also make a little bit of noise. So I did a test run and they're lasting really well in the weather and they look good. So I think I'm on to something. You know, I love bird watching and bird birding and all the things. Uh, so I hope that you find this a helpful tip. Um, if you're also worried about this sort of thing in your backyard or in any window on your house, because, oh boy, do I love the birds. And to have a bird that size fly into the window really scared me. I was very worried about the bird. And, you know, I just really want to figure this out. So there, that's what's happening in my neck of the woods. 
Now, the other thing that's going on over here is mud. And you know I have Nico the Noof, so he's like a large dog, and there's mud, lots of mud in the spring, and he is just tracking so much dirt and schmutz into the house. So I really do love this time of year, and you know I love him to bits. Uh, But in general, you just have to kind of lower your clean house standards a bit in the spring and fall. (laughs) Anyway, like I said, spring has sprung, and it's a very good thing. Now, this podcast episode was inspired by a conversation I had with a girlfriend recently that really surprised me. I'm the person in the conversation. I was surprised by myself, and I really wanted to share it with you. And the reason it surprised me was because of something it revealed to me. It was a negative thought about aging. And quite frankly, it was a pretty big limiting belief about what's appropriate or cool for you to do at a certain age. Now, in the past, I've just thought about, oh, you know, is it appropriate to wear a skirt that, that's that length or, or things that we read about in magazines growing up? How long can your hair be at that age or what age can your hair be long and then it has to be short? You know, just we get these ideas from so many places, from the culture, from magazines, from our families, from sitcoms and movies, like so, so many ways. And and I'll tell you more about in a minute, but basically something really shocking popped into my brain. <laughs> I was not impressed with myself. So we'll go into that. Um, it was totally fascinating. And I really had thought I'd busted this kind of thinking years ago, but there it was, a stinky thought lurking up there in my brain. I mentioned it recently during a coaching call in the Women in the Middle Academy, and it created a great conversation, so I knew I wanted to explore it with you here, too, in the podcast. Okay, but just quick, there are two things I want to tell you. I always want to tell you good stuff at the beginning of the podcast. First, I want to make sure you know about a free gift that I have for you called 12 Obvious Signs That You Need a Change. So let me ask you this. Are you sensing that it's time for a big change in midlife? Maybe you're over 50, maybe you're over 60, maybe you're pushing 50, uh, whatever. Like maybe finding that you finally have to take better care of yourself or you need to finally focus on figuring out who you really are now that your kids have gone. Or maybe it's time to be more intentional about your relationships, but you just don't know what to do or changing your career or becoming an entrepreneur, that sort of thing. Or maybe moving or getting. Um, better with your work-life balance or finally putting a stop to being a people pleaser. There are so many things that we think about and we sense that it might be time for a change, this big life stuff. We know it's important. We have a sense or a hunch that something's got to give, but you know, doing something about it is a different ballgame. So if you are thinking like this, you're right on track. And this free guide teaches you the top 12 obvious signs that you're ready for an exciting change in midlife. You're also going to learn about why you're not doing what you really want to do, why it's important to think about what you want and think about making that exciting change already, and also how to make sure that you take the next steps to regret-proof your life. So if you want to grab this, head over to www.susierosenstein.com, 12 hyphen signs hyphen you hyphen need hyphen a hyphen change. So it's SusieRosenstein.com, 12 signs you need to change, but make sure there's that little dash or hyphen. I don't even know what it's called um, in between all of those words. The link will also be in the show notes for this episode. And I'm so sorry I didn't make that one a shorter link. (laughs) My fault. So sorry. And second, I have a new opportunity to tell you about. I have a new sister podcast called Women in the Middle Entrepreneurs. 
and I'm currently looking for guests. So if you're a woman in the middle who's 50 plus and also an entrepreneur or business owner who is actively dealing with navigating around and through the classic midlife-related obstacles and challenges while you're trying to run your business, this new podcast is especially for you. So if you're interested in learning more about how to be a guest, head over to www.midlifeinterviews.com and apply. There's a lot more information there so you can see if you're a good fit for this show. Now, let's dive into this week's episode, busting your own negative thoughts about aging, even when you don't think you have any. (laughs) So like I said, I found a stinky thought. Even years after teaching and doing my own work about all this stuff, when it comes to your thoughts, there are still some surprises to be found. I knew I had to talk to you about one of mine. I really couldn't believe it. I was floored, surprised, confused, embarrassed, all of it. You know, I've been doing this work now for about 10 years and and with you for over 300 episodes, pro-aging, mindset around aging, the best is yet to come, yada, 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 all that's good stuff. I've been doing my work and coaching women in the middle like you to do the same. And while finding stinky thoughts isn't ever fun, it's so great to help yourself grow in the direction you want to grow on purpose. It is fascinating. Yes, it's kind of embarrassing when I find a personal thought error like this around something I coach on all the time. But I know that that will make it easier for you. It's like, oh, Susie found a weird thought. It's okay if I have a weird thought. Of course, it's okay if you have a weird thought, but I call it a thought error because I certainly don't want to be thinking like this at all. But like I said, there it was. And that's what happened last week. I caught one. It was hiding. I thought I caught it years ago, but there it was lurking in my brain, probably under a cobweb or something like that. I don't know. I found a really judgy thought about what's appropriate and not appropriate at, and I'm doing air quotes, a certain age. There you have it. Say it isn't so, but it was. And as much as I don't really believe it, the thought popped in. It just popped into my brain and it caused a ruckus in my mind. (laughs) Here's what happened. I have this amazing, vibrant friend in her 70s who retired. And then she moved to a smaller community. She bought a beautiful home and renovated it to her liking. You know, I've had this conversation with lots of people or who are a few years ahead of me, and I love hearing about what they're going to do in retirement. And some of them want to move. They want to move to smaller communities or they want to move near, um, near their grandchildren. That's pretty common. Um, the other thing I've seen happen, which is really fun to watch, is when people want to move to their dream location. And for many, it's near water or a lake or the ocean or someplace warm. So I just love all these conversations and I love seeing how people are dreaming. Now for this friend, her house was done and it seemed perfect. I'd been there a couple of times. It was exactly what she wanted. And what's even so amazing is it even supported her hobbies. You know, when I start to think, what would I do if I could renovate uh, like a, a studio or a special space just for me? And it's it's just so much fun to think about. Like, what would the colors be? What kind of tables would I have? What kind of things do I want to leave out all the time? Like my hobbies, my arts, my crafts, my reading, um, you know, just all kinds of things. But I want more space. I want my books all in that location. I want a comfy chair. And 
it just seems like, I don't know if you have an office or a space in your house, but I don't really have, I have an office that I kind of took over the back corner of a room. And someday I'm sure I'll take one of the kids' rooms, but right now it just didn't work out that way. So I do think about it too. And this friend had an amazing space. The lighting was great. Her hobbies were supported. And it was just so fun to watch her create exactly what she wanted. So she happily announced that she and her husband were going to build a new house. And they were so happy about it. They were so excited about a new project. You know when that happens? When somebody just kind of blurts out something and and they're just giddy, they're over the moon. That's how I felt when I figured out that, oh, I think I want to go on that that amazing whale watching trip that I did 30 years ago. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I, I got to tell everybody. And they were beaming, so excited about this idea uh, to have a new project. They were going to build a new house and they're going to have a new project. And I honestly, I just love it when somebody gets a fun new idea that they're all excited about. She was beaming. I would say giddy. I love saying giddy and I think she was giddy. And that's when it happened. Hmm, I thought to myself, I don't think it's a good idea to build a new house when you're that old. I wish I had that music. Dun, dun, dun. What? Did I just think that thought? So I asked myself why I thought that. And I answered myself too, but I kept these thoughts to myself, thank God. (laughs) That's too old to take on a project like this, I thought. What if you don't have enough time to enjoy it, was the next thought. And then this doozy, A project like that is a ton of work that might not be worth it. These thoughts and thoughts like these were based in negative thoughts about aging, about what's possible at certain ages, about what's worth it at certain ages, and what's best at certain ages. Judgment all over the place. What the heck? I'm watching myself have these thoughts. I was happy one moment, and then I was like, I guess, reflecting on my own views about myself and not just judgment about her. I was mortified at what was going on up there in my brain. I believe all kinds of amazing things are possible, no matter your age. I believe you should intentionally go after things you want. I believe you should regret-proof your life and do whatever you can to prioritize things you've always dreamed about, and so on. And these thoughts, especially that first one, did not match my real true beliefs, and I was genuinely loving how happy she was. So what was this stinker of a thought still doing up there in my brain? I was absolutely flummoxed, and I don't often use the word flummoxed in a podcast episode. (laughs) Now, even though I'm a midlife coach, I'm embarrassed by this. I'm not going to be too hard on myself. Actually, I love that I at least noticed the thought because that's a great start. And I'm human. And I grew up, I mean, I was born in 1963. I grew up uh, probably much like you did in a culture where there were lots of stinky thoughts and beliefs about aging and lots of things not being possible. So to find a thought like this, awareness is so important. Awareness is the key. Now I know that the thought is there, I can do something about it. But it's really something to be curious about, right? If you found a stinker like that in your brain, wouldn't you be curious? I didn't want to ignore it. 
And I don't think you should either, right? I think it's really worthy to question stuff like this and see what your thoughts really are. So here are three great prompts to help you understand your thoughts better so you can manage them the way you want to. If you want to, and I think you do, or you probably wouldn't be listening to the podcast. (laughs) This is very different than just believing everything you think. So when you catch a curious thought, ask yourself, why am I thinking this? What do I make this thought mean? And so what? And well, I guess four things. There's another good one. Do I like my reasons for thinking this thought? So there are some great prompts to just poke and prod and see what other thoughts are up there so you can really figure out what you want to think on purpose. So when I answer these prompts myself, here's what I heard in my brain. Okay, Why am I thinking this? Well, because I grew up thinking that older people don't do exciting, fun things that require a lot of energy. (laughs) Can you believe that? And I practiced thinking this thought because it kind of became a habit to think this way. It was just a belief that was generally accepted by the people in my community and on TV and in the movies. And growing up, I wasn't really aware of thinking it or aware of my thinking at all (laughs) or that it didn't fit with who I am or who I'm becoming. So you see, there's lots. It just when you pause and just ask yourself these prompts, you're going to have a chance to process it and just to see what else comes up for you. So the next thought, what do I make this thought mean? I mean, the next prompt, what do I make it mean? Well, I make it mean that it's a mistake to take on big, expensive projects like this at a certain age, that it's better to keep humming along doing the status quo, that it's better to continue on to have more stability and less risk, that there are some things older people should do and building a house new from scratch isn't one of them. (laughs) Can you believe it? Oh my God. Here's another one. And what I'm making it mean about me that I don't like that this thought even popped into my brain, that I'm grateful that I can see it and manage it because it's not who I am or what I believe, right? Okay, now, so what? This is a funny prompt because it really just reminds me of being a little kid when you'd be having a conversation with somebody and they would just go, well, so what? So what? (laughs) So, so what? I don't like that I think something like this at all. It's a ridiculous thought. And it's a problem because I don't want to believe this about limited possibility for people when they age. I want to believe that you should be able to dream no matter your age. I think it's a thought error for me because it's not aligned at all with what I want to believe. And so what if my friend does this, right? So what? I don't want to be judgy. Adults can make decisions and have dreams and do what they want. So a lot came up when I started prompting myself. Now, the next step is to ask yourself this prompt or any of these prompts, anything like this, anything that gets you thinking more. And so this one is, do I like my reasons for thinking this thought? Because if I do like my reasons, I don't have a problem. If I don't like my reasons, I do have a problem and then I have an opportunity. So do I like my reasons for thinking this thought? No, (laughs) it's an old thought that I grew up with, and it doesn't fit the woman I want to become. It doesn't fit the woman I am now. It doesn't fit who I want to be. It doesn't fit with other beliefs in the way I run my life. It just doesn't fit. So what's it doing up there? That's where coaching comes in. Causal coaching like this helps you become more and more adept at being aware of your thinking. 
This awareness will help you, one, find stinky thoughts, two, be curious and compassionate towards yourself when you do, three, be intentional about the thoughts you would have to think to become the woman you want to be. Now I know. And now you know too, (laughs) because I've shared this with you. And I'm pretty sure that you started to think about some of the thoughts that you have about aging and maybe some of the older people in your life. You can become more aware of what thoughts are popping in and out, and you can be curious about them too. Now, this thought was lurking. I don't like that it popped in like this, and that's okay because I can practice thinking new things. And so can you. What I want to believe is that acting on your dreams is a great idea no matter your age, that you're always worth the effort to bring your dreams to life. I don't even feel any resistance to thinking like this. This is what I believe. I'm all in for this kind of mindset. Acting on your dreams is a great idea, no matter your age. So this whole experience was just so weird for me. I was watching myself be genuinely happy for her in one minute and be weirdly like judgmental and confused about my thoughts and what was going on in the next. (laughs) And you just have to think how much of my thinking was a projection of what I might do when I'm in my 70s. Well, I think it makes sense to keep dreaming about what I want. I hope so. That's what I believe. I just uh, heard a story recently about a friend, uh, a friend's father who passed, and he became incredibly artistic later in life. And when I heard about this, I was delighted that he got to do exactly what he wanted to do. That's really what I believe. I don't want any of us to have regrets because we will regret having regrets. So if you have an idea about something you really, really want, like like I just shared that I would love a room sometime that is created just for me, that is not... um you know, just kind of haphazardly put together with old furniture and this and that, that I actually make choices about an office space or a studio that is exactly to my liking. I would love that. And I don't want to have regrets. So I know I'll have that at some point. I don't know exactly when, but I definitely see myself creating that for myself. Someday I would like a a screen porch. I've talked about this before. It is on my vision boards. (laughs) I don't know when exactly it will happen. But I do imagine myself having a screen porch. Why do I like a screen porch? I love bringing the outside in. So I have a feeling that'll be created at some point. I just don't know when, and that's okay. But right now, I'm dreaming about it. Whenever I go to shows, I ask questions about it. I'm always looking for new ways to create it. It just has to hit the priority list of resources, time, you know, all the things that go into decision making about more expensive kinds of decisions in a family. So anyway, I really did find this weird. And I hope you're thinking about what's coming up for you. Are you genuinely happy for people when they dream? Or do you have some weird judgments about what's appropriate, what they should be doing? And if you do have some weird judgments, is it because that's how you think about yourself? Good one, right? Are you also curious about what's going on up there in your brain regarding your own mindset around aging? You think lots of thoughts with and without your full awareness too. We all do. That's what humans do. (laughs) 
You might also surprise yourself by some of your own thinking being out of alignment with the woman you want to be too, or maybe the woman that you are now. Some big disconnects, it's all okay. It's better to know what you're thinking than to not know what you're thinking, but to still be at the effect of thoughts you're not even aware of. Do you get it? Like that's really the problem. Awareness is gold. So ask yourself, are you ready to be more curious about what's really going on up there for you too? Make sure to let me know if anything weird pops up, especially about aging, but I'll take any weird thought. (laughs) I would love to know if you've also found some of these wonky thoughts for yourself things that just don't make sense uh, and that you're, you're ready to question them. So if you'd like some help with coaching, I'm totally here for you. It's unbelievably important work to do. I would say it's, it's life-changing because if you're thinking weird stuff that simply doesn't fit with who you are now and what you believe now, it's a problem because you know how it goes. Thoughts create feelings. Your feeling state is related to the way you're thinking. And how you feel affects what you do. It is all connected. So it makes sense that you want your thinking to make sense for you. You don't want some habitual, unchecked thoughts stinking up the joint. And you know that's a favorite quote by my old band director, Fred. Stinking up the joint. We don't want that. So being curious about how you can make sure that you help yourself create the life and become the woman you're excited to become, that's a very good thing. You don't need to be a mean girl or get all weirded out about thoughts like this, but I think being more curious is a great strategy and you've got nothing to lose. Once you see the thought there, you can work on practicing how you want to think on purpose. Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, this podcast is all about how to love your life again after 50. It's really all about coaching you to be more intentional and to incorporate mindfulness into your life as a regular practice. And mindfulness is the key ingredient to regret-proofing your life, as we've just discussed. This is how you put yourself on your agenda. My focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. Being stuck can be rough, but it doesn't mean that you have to be like completely immobilized. (laughs) It could just be that you're not where you want to be in your life in general or your business, or maybe it's the intersection of the two. Another common reason you might feel off is that you're just too darn busy and have no work-life balance. The bottom line is that you know you're meant for more and you don't want to waste valuable time. So if you're ready to make some important changes and want to be way more clear about what you want and how to get there, I can help you create the success you're craving. That's why I created the Women in the Middle Academy with you in mind, because it's a warm, supportive, and fun coaching community of like-minded women. You can feel great about your future. Email me your questions and let's talk about it and see if it's for you. Go ahead and book your free no obligation momentum call. That's the the opposite of getting stuck, right? (laughs) Stuck versus momentum. So go ahead and book that call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 303. And if you're interested in applying to be a guest of my new podcast, Women in the Middle Entrepreneurs, head over to www.midlifeinterviews.com and apply. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week.